Manila, are you ready? Yeah, betcha. Latrice, what do you think about tattoos? They can be sexy if done right. Well, one of our listeners needs our advice on one that wasn't done right. Oh, no. I can't wait to see where this goes. Uh, so stay tuned. Forever. Dog. Manila. Latrice Royale. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Giving everything you got. Trying to make it to the top. Never ever gonna stop. Even if you get the chop, chop, chop. Chop. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Now, here is our little reminder uh, to our switcheroo. You know, our Down Under recaps drop on Thursday, and the Chit Chat show will be on Tuesdays. Today is Tuesday. So, which means it's a Tuesday show, which means it's time to open up the kangaroo pouch. Latrice, do you want to remind our listeners what the kangaroo pouch is? Oh, yes. The kangaroo pouch is filled with some of the most common things to happen in Drag Race. Yes, things like Michelle saying, that's a piece of fabric to a queen on the runway, or Rue having her legs out on the main stage. Yes. So both Manila and I will stick our hand into the big pouch and pull out three kangaroo pouch cards ahead of each week's episode. And if what's on our card happens on the show, we get a point. We will keep a running tally of the points for the entire season. And you guys listening can all play along at home. Just email us at latriceandmanila at gmail.com and we will share a link to our list of pouch cards so you can draw yours at home before each episode and you can even add to the list by emailing in your suggestions now so far Manila is ahead by one point so i'm not too far behind and with that let's dive deep into this pouch baby Okay, well, you're saying, like, I'm you're only one point behind, but uh, technically, since I have two points and you only have one point, like, I'm, like, twice as many points as you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I have 100% more points than you, girl. <laughs> you are so shady. <laughs> I'm just being bitter because my girl went home last week, and I only have four queens in the last Correct. standing competition, so... and you have your five. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have right. one whole person more than you. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> so so let's, let's pick. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick my first one. And my first kangaroo pouch card is, ooh, I love this, nonstop RuPaul laughter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which would have been good if I picked that last week because she was yeah, laughing she a was, lot. She was on it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. What's your next pick? My next pick is pick, pick. pick. Queens talk about tucking. (laughs) It's very likely. It's very likely. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, My next one is corset with panties. Oh, God, I hope not. Well, 
for the, for know. the sake of the queens, I hope to God the queens are doing better than just a corset and panties. <laughs> well, but wait, wait, wait. Does that mean on the runway or does that mean like just anywhere like in the workroom? Because like sometimes they might be in forms of undress. Corset, which, yeah, which I think still counts. I would still think that would count. Okay, well. It happened uh, on a show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What's your next one? Snatch game character you've never heard of. Oh, bitch. You're going to get multiple. Get you're going to get points, points for that one. Bitch. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Latrice is just going to play stupid. She's like, I have never heard of Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Who's Kylie Minogue? <laughs> um, okay, my last one is... Ooh, oh, this one. Queen cries or has an emotional workroom moment. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. This okay. snatch game, so it's very nice. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. <laughs> All right, what's your last one? Judges call an outfit too costumey. Now, <laughs> it's probable because they do like a costume over here down under. Down there, down under. <laughs> it's not so much a look as it is a costume. Yes. <laughs> okay, so well, now we that's have our, our picks. picks. Yeah. So we'll have to see um, if we get any extra points in yeah. the next episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, before we dive into our week, let's dive into our inbox. You've got mail. Manila and I are here to give you advice, and we want to help you determine if you should chop someone or something out of your life. So please send us an email at latrisamanila at gmail.com so we can give you advice on who or what you need to chop out of your life. Mm-hmm. Now, neither one of us are licensed, but I got experience, bitch. <laughs> Trust and believe that I'll do a license any time of the week. I'll take experience <laughs> over a license. Trust. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, so here's our email. It's from Luke. Hi, Latrice and Manila. Love listening to the pod every week, and I need advice. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years. We met in high school, and he became my first real partner. From the start, I knew he wasn't the best mentally, mainly because of his parents. But I looked past this and helped him get off his feet. Although I have done so much for him to get on the right path, he sometimes makes very questionable decisions that are not very smart for him or my future. Now, he has tattoos, and I absolutely love them, but yesterday he posted something online saying, I think it's time for another tattoo, but did not send it to me. I saw this post late, and before I could really question what kind of tattoo and where, he sent me a picture of it. He got a tattoo around his eye. And we aren't talking like something small. We're talking Mike Tyson tattoo realness. I was shocked to which he responded, I know you don't like this, but this is who I am. I love this man with my entire heart, and I'm sure I always will, but it seems as though he has no regards for our future. I worry that this may be a dead end. I'm not sure if I'm overreacting or if I'm hindering my own life by trying to make this work. I appreciate any advice. Thank you very much. Luke. What do you think, Latrice? Oh. What do you think? Well, you know... First of all, from, you know, I try to see all sides. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so from his side of the perspective, mm-hmm. it's his body. It's who, who, how he chooses to express himself, and mm-hmm. it made him feel good. Um, from the boyfriend's perspective, is there was no consideration, thought, or uh, consultation um, <laughs> before he made such a rash yeah. decision you know a what i mean face tattoo like a face tattoo that's not like something you can just cover i mean you can cover it up with makeup but you can't just cover it up with a sleeve or a sock or clothes you know um maybe an eye patch uh but <laughs> or like a heavy bang <laughs> side bang a little side swoop yeah but <laughs> you know ultimately it's his body his choice that's the rule but from a consideration standpoint, if I got to look at your raggedy ass, bitch, you should have said something and, and thought about how I would feel about it. It could be a deal breaker. Maybe I don't want to date a person that look like a pirate. Or maybe I don't want to date nobody that got a face tattoo. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I don't want to date a person who's inconsiderate. Yeah. That's like the thing that I think is the... See, this actually happened to me. Uh-oh. Not face tattoo, but one time... My Somebody husband, got a blonde mustache. My husband. <laughs> that part. You, and then wanted to be in like photo shoots with me. I had to get my mascara wand out and be like, no, baby. We're not taking our Christmas pictures with a bleach blonde mustache. Let me just fill this in for the photos. Okay. That grows out though. That grows out. But no, actually, Michael, my husband did show up one day and he had a little tattoo that he got with one of his friends. And I didn't know about it. And I just was like, I came home and he had a new tattoo, you know. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, it's like, okay, it's not like, I mean, my, my husband already had a tattoo. So it's just another one. But like, I, I wasn't consulted. But again, like you said, it's not my body. Like, my husband right. can do whatever he wants with his body. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it would have been nice if he gave me a heads up. or That part. So you can practice your facials. You know, those things. You know? Yeah, but like, I would have tried to talk him out of it. And then he would have just done it anyway. And then I would have exactly. been more mad that he got a tattoo after I said no. Yeah. So, so it's almost better to for, like. Yeah, ask for permission it? and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think more I think the the big thing really is that Luke is wondering is it's like is this person that they've been together for a really long time and has like really committed a lot of energy into like helping this guy get onto his feet and do whatever thing it's just I feel like he's like starting to think like Maybe this is like one of the signs or one of the straw last straws to be mm-hmm. like, maybe this is not the relationship that I really feel like now as I've grown up that I want to continue to nurture. To and I can, I can respect that 100%. You know, sometimes you outgrow a person and sometimes you're there to learn and from and or help uh, them. So, you know, sometimes it's a season and sometimes it's for life. And so, um, Regardless of whether this is a, a seasonal situation and you feel like you've exhausted, um, you know, all of your efforts into trying to show him a better way and show him love and compassion and acceptance, and he's still not really showing you very much respect by night, you know, pretty like much like not talking to you before he made decisions yeah. about stuff like that. So. 
Um, it's just about being considerate, you know, and I would, and I having would, the communication and communication. I would, I would, when, when that is in question, there's always trust issues and what he would do next. What's next? What's going to be the next? Yeah. Step, yeah. Yeah. So. Like what is the next crazy thing that this guy's going to do? Like, and yeah. will that like, it was, is this like one of the, the warrant early warning signs that you've been like, okay, next thing I know is going to be doing this crazy thing where he, maybe he's going to be doing something, whatever. But ultimately, Luke, here's my advice to you about when it comes to dealing with your boyfriend's new look is that we all age, we all get different. Like he could have gotten into a car accident and could have been like mutilated. He could have lost an eye or whatever. So like ultimately, like this isn't the most uh, horrific thing that can happen. Like, you know, you could be with him your entire lifetime and watch him wrinkle and sag. He might, will definitely not be the same young, beautiful thing that you'd started dating. So, you know, like at some point you kind of just have to accept your person for how they look regardless. You know what I mean? Like if they gain weight, yeah. if they go bald, if they get a face tattoo, you know, All like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe like you didn't discuss getting like, uh, well, maybe you didn't discuss that you have male pattern baldness in your family. Like maybe you should have like hit me up before you went bald. But um, uh, I don't know. Luke, I, I, it's up to you to, you know, continue to support him. Or if they, maybe this is one of the signs that you're like, maybe it's time to move on. But ultimately it is going to lay on your, uh, it's going to be your decision. And, um, you know, maybe you want to like have that conversation with your boyfriend. Yeah. You know? that. Yeah, right. for sure. Well, yeah. thanks, Luke. Yes, thanks, Luke. That was a good question. Now, if you need help figuring out what to chop in your life, please send us an email at latriceandmanila at gmail.com, and we might read it on the show. So we will be right back. I think we should dive into our week. How was your week? How was your week in the UK? <laughs> I was in quarantine. I've been in quarantine. <laughs> oh, I know so, a little something about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been sitting here, but I have to tell you, I've been like, um, uh, like testing out my like cooking skills because you know how to bring seasonings and things from home to make sure that I had some good tasting food. Baby, I have been turning myself out, honey. I made me a cute little Sunday brunch the other day ago. And then I made me a cute little Sunday dinner and things. And then I made me a cute little lunch. Um, and it's just been like, okay, I'm settling in. I'm getting used to this little rhythm a little bit. Um, but it's definitely been a while since I've been alone for this long. You know what I mean? Yes. Don't yeah. worry, baby. You got your husband waiting back home. <laughs> you have the rest of your lives to not be to alone. Run. No, we we good under that because like like we went literally from being home the most we've ever seen each other to being apart the longest that we've ever been. <laughs> so like the extremes are real in our relationship. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, you guys, the listener listening back home, like. Latrice sent me a photo of an entire suitcase. <laughs> it was just seasoning. <laughs> seasoning and toilet paper. And toilet paper. <laughs> I gave you the warning for that, girl. Oh, I wish Baby, I had got that memo. I'm so good. I'm like, okay, I'm good, honey. I got toilet paper. I got seasoning. 
We good. (laughs) (laughs) And with all that yummy cooking, you're going to be eating all that toilet paper, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What I wish I had was my tushy. Ooh. That is what I wish I had here, honey. Oh, my Uh, gosh. But that's my new friend, honey. She, (laughs) she, I miss her already. Uh, how was your week? What you been doing? Um, I just got back from doing a project in um, Lynchburg, Tennessee, the home Lynchburg. of the yes, the home Girl. of the, yes. I know it's got the word Lynch in it, so I can only I only imagine I'm how like, this town what? got this name. Right, but it was actually it's actually like the home um, distillery of Jack Daniels. So I got to work okay. with Jack Daniels for a little project coming up in a f- next month. So I'm That's excited cool. for that. Cool. Um, but no, it was really great because, you know, like going to a small town um, was as a drag queen was literally like was having like my two Wong Fu moment of like drag queen in a small town. I, mm-hmm. I felt like Shangela and Bob and Eureka. <laughs> you <were> here. And <laughs> we are here. Um, but it was great because. You know, you just get a completely different perspective on on different people. And when you can like, you know, I saw a lot of Trump signs and whatever. But like once you get past that and you just like react, interact with people and, you know, just be people. It's kind of great. It was a great experience. And I had a really great time out there in Lynchburg. I can't wait for everyone to see what um, what we did. So that's coming up for Pride. So I'm really excited about that. But girl. I am so happy to be home. <laughs> I know you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no place like home. Honey. No place like home. <sighs> for <None>. sure. <laughs> Oof. Well, let's get back into this inbox. Oh my God. I love this inbox. Okay. okay. You got mail. Um, this is from Brett. Howdy, Manila and Latrice. I absolutely loved when you all recap UK season. Too, and even more excited about Australia. Have you all ever been to Australia or worked with any of the Australian queens? What is your experience like if you have been there? Two, two, Brett. Hmm. Yeah, I've been. We've been in Australia several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been around Art Simone. I've been around um, Karen from Finance. Um, a few other girls too, um, but um, I, Australia is beautiful, and I remember it being really expensive. Everything was expensive, yeah. so that's my experience with Australia. It was expensive, and I remember um, we went to Perth, and I drove a car for the first time over there cuz I remember oh, on the wrong side of the road. Uh, yeah, cuz we wanted to go jet skiing. So I was like, well, let's rent a car and go. So we uh did. It was me, 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 Jaden, Dior Fierce and Christopher and I drove us. It was like an hour and a half drive up this coast and we rented jet skis and went jet skiing in Perth and it was outrageous. Like the waves was like I've never ever seen before or experienced before. The guy was like, um, you know what to do when you go to the wave, you know, you know, you go head first, you know, go straight into it, don't go to the side because you'll tip over. And so that's, Mimi had never been jet skiing and that was 
all that she remembered him saying was to go head first and give it gas. Bitch. <laughs> Did she go flying? When I tell you, <laughs> me and Chris were kind of like waiting for her because we didn't know where she was and because we couldn't see beyond the wave. And all of a sudden, coming over this wave, this bitch is flying straight up in the air. It's Mimi. <laughs> and it's in slow motion. Me and Christopher are looking like, oh, my God, she's going to die right here. This is her first time jet skiing. And this bitch is like, she's in the championship wave jump or something. And bitch, she sticks it. She lands it. And we just like, wow. We're all cheering and shit. But then it's just like, I thought I was going to die, literally. I was like, well, we did too, girl. But it was, wow. It was, yeah, it was thrilling. Leave it, it to thrilling. Mimi on first to go balls out. Like <laughs> full did. throttle. Full throttle, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love the beaches and oh, the ocean too. in mm-hmm. Australia. Um, I went up to the Gold Coast. I have some friends up there. Mm-hmm. And we always go to the beach. And we all, like, chill out. And it's just beautiful and great and really chill. Like, the vibe is, like, super chill. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. Um, yeah. But the one thing that I don't like about going to Australia is, uh, like, is it it's specifically, expensive. No, specifically <laughs> in Sydney, the bars have these lockdowns. Oh, after right. a certain amount of time, you because apparently mm-hmm. uh, the 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 citizens of Australia have had a few incidences where they got a little bit too drunk after a certain hour and ruined it for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the it's like in the untucked episode when the girls only get one. Uh, measured measured drink. <laughs> they've got the little like that little cup that they they have like okay one half ounce of alcohol and then that's like drop it. yeah that's it oh, it like can. ruined it for everyone else. So in Australia, like I, I think specifically Sydney, I'm not even I mean maybe, maybe, maybe I think I know what you're talking Sydney, about. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get to a point and they're like no more shots, no more shots, and you can't go. You, you can't, can't leave. leave. You can stay <laughs> you in this bar. bar. You can stay yep. in the bar or the club. But you're not allowed to leave. If you leave, you're not allowed to go back Come in. Come back in. Yeah. So, like, if you leave after a certain point, because, like, I guess the people were fighting in the streets. Um, so, it, they, <sighs> they, like, they, they made it hard, hard, honey. Go hard. But, hey, but you know what? <laughs> That's just because those Australians love to get fucked up. That's what, <laughs> That's what that means to me, honey. That's what it means to me, for sure. Okay. I, I, I can't wait to go back to Australia. Me either. It's been a while, but um, yeah, because I'm gonna, I'm, I want to do that and New Zealand. I'm gonna go back to Auckland. I love New Zealand so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to uh, what, what, what is it? What, is it Wellington? I don't know. I think it's Wellington. Uh, yeah, I've been to Wellington and I, and I've been to Auckland. Um, but I want to go back because the people are nice. Everybody's amazing. And you just can live your best life and you feel safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to shoot you because they have no guns. See? Oh, yeah. That part. That yeah, part. but you might, you, might, you, might get a, you might get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and that's the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you been following this girl, this mess with Monet and Tamisha online fighting and carrying back and forth, honey? 
I um first of all I I I'm I kind of am a little bit like nervous to even like bring up this topic because I just don't want to be in the crossfire of this. Oh, I'm not going to be in the crossfire. She's, I, you're all the way in London though, girl. Like uh, I'm much closer to these people right now. Well, it's just a matter of like I don't I'm trying to figure out what is it about? Like I haven't figured that part out yet. Well, I I feel like Tamisha is, um, she's feeling, she's, she's finally expressing some of her feelings, um, from, you know, (laughs) PST, what is it? Post, post, Post uh, uh, PTSD, PTSD from Drag Race, (laughs) for sure, for sure. And I think now she's starting to like, uh, now that the show is over, she is expressing it a little bit more. So I feel like we are getting to watch like. Um, her her better health therapy well, session on life that's exactly on her what life it is. on her life it is girl because they'd be like forty five minutes long I'm like who is, what is she talking about but uh, she's talking to the fans and answering questions and and not caring about um who likes it and who don't I saw Bussy Queen Bussy that's his name yeah Bussy. Right? Bussy um, did a little expose on it, and um, I was trying to get the the, the tea because I didn't know what had been said. But basically, it just comes from Monet just basically not liking her drag and not when it comes her drag aesthetic. That's where it basically comes down to. But the same could be argued for Monet. Some people don't like her drag aesthetic. I mean, so, I haven't seen Monet wearing a wig. She just literally is in full face. And a t-shirt and a baseball cap for most this of her is, drag gigs now. Yeah. So I don't know so, why she has a problem with anything that Tamisha Iman <laughs> wore on the runway of Drag Race. I mean, like they do their sibling sibling rivalry uh, podcast, and I guess you know they were reviewing and re, you know talking about Drag Race, and then like if that's if you're gonna ask me my opinion. Monet told it, and but you know, I, I feel where T- Tamisha comes from uh, from the old school, where you know we respect those who came before us. There was always a level of uh, respect, regardless of whether you like the bitch or not, or like they drag or not. You didn't disrespect them, and I think that's what she just feels the line had been crossed with disrespect. So, like, you can totally like not appreciate or like someone's drag without being disrespectful. That's the same thing I was trying to convey to Santino on my season. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, I can take criticism all day, but you don't have to be disrespectful about it. Not yeah. for like, not for readings and ratings and likes and and the kiki. Not at my expense. You're not going to do that. So that's where she's coming from. And I get it. That's all. That's yeah. It. And, but it also seems like Monet is like eating this shit. Up. She, she is, is living girl. for she it. Because she is so unbothered and unfazed. She's like poking and poking and poking, <laughs> just getting Tanisha even more upset. Which, which I think is like, girl, you got nothing better to do. No, she doesn't. Clearly, mm-hmm. I don't right? know. Right? No, don't know. really, but because like, like for me, like me personally, I'm that girl that like I don't give you that you not gonna see me going back and forth with some bitch about some shit that don't matter in the grand scheme of things ain't none of the shit that they talking about paying their bills i mean well maybe, maybe, they, maybe, maybe they're getting some like ratings i mean maybe 
Not I mean, it's if content for Tamisha Shimon for sure. It's content, but like they're trying to shut her down. Every they done blocked her video. Then it took it down off of YouTube. Well, I feel bad for her. her website, bitch. They're like they are going in, honey. They are trying to do the most. Yeah, but like you know, like that's part of the contract. I know that Tamisha Iman is a little bit upset because like you know all the all the contestants they made their like little videos for the finale. Yeah. Um, but, but then they wanted the to like they wanted to show off their work, so they wanted she wanted to put it on her YouTube channel. But unfortunately, like she signed that contract, so now World That's of Wonder owns that. It's part of yeah. the show. Like you can't just yeah. put clips of of the TV show onto your <laughs> on the, YouTube your, your, channel yeah. and not get it like flagged and taken down. So I I I see her frustration. Yeah, although but I would have learn. I would have said to me, Iman, you what you need to do is you need to get a remix made of your track. And have and a re- and have a re-edit re- yep. of the video, and then you yep. can put it on your YouTube channel yep. because it won't get flagged it, as the same because it'll be Correct. your original one. So, Tamisha yep. Mon, if you're listening, um, I would love for you to um, have your editor that did your video, which was fantastic, by the way, with all your dancers and all that like uh, uh, green screen special effects. Have it re-edited, ha- uh, get a remix made of your song because it was cute. And um, put it on your YouTube channel, and that's the that's the workaround. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Bitch. A drag queen always finds a way, right? Honey, where there's a will, mm-hmm. there's a way. Honey, trust mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and believe that. And Moet Monet Exchange, uh, keep uh, keep on uh, getting into social media fights. <laughs> I mean, it worked. For, it worked for. It works for Azalea Banks. It could work for you. Okay. <laughs> If if you got that kind of time, if then you got go that ahead kind and of do time. the time. Do yeah, this time, honey. Yeah, so, yeah. but um, ultimately, like you know, like Monet and Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen, they won their seasons. Um, so like it just seems kind of like why are you they stooping down to this level, you know, and picking on people, right? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. reign like a queen. Don't be a messy bitch. Okay. All right. Well, girl, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Oh yeah. And get to our top snow top. All right, we got the chop. 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 Girl, we got the chop. All right, and we are back. Now, you know, it's May, and according to the internet, it means that it's National Photograph Month. So, this week, our Tops and Chops category is Best and Worst Photoshoot Experiences. I'm afraid. Don't say mine. (laughs) The shade of it all. But it's kind of funny that y'all just uh, mentioned that because, you know, I had um, just dropped this new photo that I just had did with this photoshoot that I just had took. On Um, that motorcycle? Yes, ma'am. Ooh, bitch. Um, you in a crotch rocket? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we can talk about this. Um, so, best photo shoot you're on, pictures. How'd it turn out? What's your What's your top? Um, I think my most favorite photo shoot that I ever got to do was my first trip to Manila in the Philippines. I was asked to be um, to do a photo shoot and an article in a magazine called T Magazine, which is like a a proper uh, 
gay men's fashion magazine, like men's fashion magazine for like gay men, but like an actual, like not, not like one of the, like the, the rags that you get, like the fag rags that you get, you know, at the, at the bar that tells you all like, you know, has like the, not, not one of those, but it was like actual thing. And bitch, it was like my first time ever feeling like an actual model. Like they had the hair and makeup team there. They had the wardrobe. All I had to do was show up. Oh, wow. It, I, that never happens for drag queens. Never. No, it doesn't. Never. Like we literally, a lot of, I feel like lots of the times, like when we're, you're a drag queen, you kind of have to like be your own, like everything. You your do. own art director, you, your stylist, your hair. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It does kind of boil down to that. So that was my, that was like my first time actually feeling like I, I was actually on like a proper photo on shoot. A fit, on a set. On a set. fit. Uh-huh. And trust me, I felt like a real proper model because I had just performed the night before and I was fucked up still. Like a hover, oh, so no you sleep. So you wanted to. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I was like sleeping in the chair while my friend Iwani was doing my makeup and I was just, I felt like it was like, they even had like a, like a little uh, Filipino lady come in and she was able to do my nails. Oh, how fabulous. Well, I just sat there. Oh, bitch, you were getting the star treatment for real. The star treatment. They had clothes made that's for what me. That's Oh, bitch, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, I, was, I, that was the first time I felt like... That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, and no photo shoot ever since. It's been like... <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I'm like, I've never had that experience. So uh, I can't top that. But I've had some, some good photo shoots where, you know, some magic has been made mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I I don't even know what my favorite or my top is. I just know that this new picture that I just had and the experience that I just had mm-hmm. was definitely tops. Like, bitch, like, I'm living for this motorcycle shot. Um, <laughs> she is looking like that bitch. Um, the girl who did it, Eve Harlow, is just freaking phenomenal and um so easy and she got got, came to the house and like it's good when the photographer gets inspired by their surroundings yeah she was like so can we just play i think yeah absolutely you have this whole thing is your playhouse so but she when she discovered that we could go outside and do all these different vignettes and different looks and uh, bitch we had a good time and we got the shot so fast because i scheduled it to be a two-day shoot because there was a lot of looks but because we got the shots so quickly i was able to knock them all out in one day oh fears oh success success and that's so that's amazing. really a that saved time and money. So that's definitely a top situation. I love that because it's really nice when like you actually feel like you are creating something together. Like it's a collaborative yeah. experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totes. Like and making mm-hmm. it up on the spot just like always feels so much better because like when you it's get organic. something you get something new and exciting and that you would would not have th- thought of and that you couldn't have planned for. Right. And I always feel like those are always better than if you had like an idea that you like, I have to get this specific shot because it never turns out like you're out that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, what yeah, about your so. chop photo shoot, girl? Like you've had oh, a couple of those. Yeah. And like, not, and, and, the, and that one, sh- that one time that we had to like, take boy pictures on all stars one. Doesn't that count. is definitely <laughs> a top. 
<laughs> oh, that was horrible. But no, I had um, this one photo shoot where it was a complete waste of my time. Ooh. And when I say that, I mean, like, I got not one picture oh. that was usable out of the photo shoot. Yeah. And that never happens. At least we're going to get something. Yeah. But this, baby, this was a no from, this is an absolute zero no. Uh, everything, like, <clears throat> this is not my first attempt on a motorcycle either. So <laughs> let's just say that that first attempt was not it. And so I'm just glad that <sighs> I have redeemed myself. Okay, I have made good. it. <laughs> the first was like a little tricycle and you're like, no, I need a, <laughs> I need a Harley is, Davidson with baby, a sidecar. It was not working. It was not working. So, uh-huh. But we're here. What about your child? Mm, girl. <sighs> first of all, I don't know if this person's listening, but like, uh, maybe. Who knows? I'm going to tell you right now. So. This photographer had been hitting me up for a while, and I've been kind of just like, eh, no, nah. See, yeah. Yeah, and then so finally, like, I was like, okay, let's do it. You know, like, he won't stop bothering me until I just agree to do it. But the so. thing was, is that, like, you know, like, you know, sometimes you just need new photos. And, yeah, this is it. Yeah. And sometimes it's, like, nice to, like, you know, kind of, like, give it into the hands of someone else. Yeah. So that you, because like, you know, I, I do the same kinds of stuff all the time. It's always from my point of view. So it, sometimes right. I just want to like mix it up, do have some, a new perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Oh. The photographer wanted to do my makeup as well. Oh, no. See, that's a no. Well, see, that's the, that's the thing. I was like, okay, well, let's just give it a try. Who knows? <sighs> Bitch, when I tell you that this, I, lo- I thought I was going to get pink eye. Because the what? the photographer they fought the photographer who claimed they were a makeup artist opened up their makeup kit, and you know when you see a drag queen's makeup kit, you're just like, that's gross. Oh yeah, no, nothing. This made a drag queen's makeup kit look like full on like ma- like proper makeup artist like every like it made my makeup kit look like the like the department store makeup. What like, it just looked it was like boxes. It was just like. Girl, he was putting my makeup on with the little free sponge applicators that come with. They, first of all, now, now, first of all, now you can't even like makeup companies don't even put the little free apple, sponge applicator in because they know people brushes, just use brushes, this, right? It's these brushes, baby. Yes. Yeah. So then I was thinking like, okay, because the, the he was he was telling me like, oh, they use the makeup sponges because they're a little bit old school, and I'm like, oh, I'm cute. That's that's fine. But I was thinking like. They're the disposable makeup brushes, so like maybe he'd like pull out a new pack. No, bitch. This was like the dusty, crusty. Ones. Oh, baby, no! You're not putting mm-hmm. this on my face, bitch. I thought I was gonna get pink eye the whole time, the oh. whole time. I can't believe you allowed it to happen. I could not believe this was happening. But then I was like, okay, let me just like let me not make a big deal about it. We, I mean, I had a fun time. Like it's my job to have a fun time, right? Yeah, I mean, but I was like, let's just wait until we see the photos because, like, who knows? Maybe the photos will come out good and it'll all be worth it. (sighs) The photos came out okay, but like, what ended up happening is that, like, they were so retouched that you might as well have just, like, done all the makeup in post and, like, maybe saved me from getting pink eye. (laughs) Just saying. Just, just saying. saying and These so like, we were also like we were shooting outside so like you know he would we would like do makeup changes 
outside. Oh, girl. And so, like, I didn't have a mirror. There wasn't proper lighting. I was just kind of like, okay, just do what you got to do. This is all extra. I'm trying to find this picture of, like, my makeup when the shoot was all said and done. I took a selfie of myself. You did? And I was like, oh, my God. Um, Was it, like... Your full dream of everything you ever It was the full dream, girl. It was the full fantasy of what not to do to my face. (laughs) It was not the experience I was looking for. I can't find this picture, but girl, I will send it to you later. Was it worse than the time that I painted you on All Stars? Girl, you made me look like goddamn Marilyn Monroe compared to what this hot mess was. It was <laughs> well. So now I I have to remember. Only let there's only a few people in the world that I let just do my makeup. One yeah. is Iwani from Guam. He's okay. in Guam, so like he can't do my makeup very often. <laughs> the other one is Deja Smith, who okay. is uh, who Laverne Cox's makeup artist, and I trust okay. her because she is talented. Mm. Uh, but no one else. God. That's a short list, bitch. That's a short list of two people. <laughs> two people. should have just said, I got a couple of people who, who I'll let paint my face. Because that is not a list, bitch. That was... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Look, the, the pictures did turn. I, I wasn't mad at the photos. So ultimately, what really comes down to is like, did you get the shot? We got some well, shots, and they you got I, some shots. We got well, some shots. That's better than me. You, you, it was you. That was better than me. At least you had something to show for. All I had was uh, wasted some gas and some time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well. Those are our tops and chops, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to The Chop. And make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And you can send us an email and we might read it on the show next week. We want to hear from you, so hit us up at latriceandmanila at gmail.com. And please follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out who or what gets the chop. <laughs> <laughs> To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.